now, time for seafood news. You're listening to the Seafood News Weekly Podcast, brought to you by the new retail experience that is now live on the premier protein market intelligence platform, Comtel. A newly enhanced and comprehensive retail experience gives subscribers access to retailer-based IRI scanner data with an in-depth and accurate view of the buying process, offering a more intimate understanding of consumer spending habits. Housing over 1,000 items for over 50 retail grocers across 67 cities, the new Comtel Retail Dashboard will be packed with weekly updates across seafood, beef, pork, poultry, and eggs, among other proteins. That's a lot. That is I'm a lot. losing my breath here. <laughs> to learn more, reach out to an account manager at sales at earnerberry.com today. Oof, I am winded. <laughs> I'm, Let's call it a day. <laughs> I'm Seafood News Managing Editor Amanda Buckle. And I'm Earnerberry Seafood Market Reporter Lauren Castiglione. We need to start off apologizing because I believe we promised a special guest would be joining us this week. But a mix of oh, updates. that's what we're apologizing about. Okay, <laughs> and and the chaos of our <laughs> podcast. Um, but yeah, I th- I thought we would be having a special guest on this week. I messed up my dates. They will be on next week's podcast. So stay tuned for that. But it's okay because we still have plenty to talk about today. We sure do. Like Tesco's announcement that they will be closing their remaining seafood counters. To properly report on this news, we have to back it up a bit to 2019 because that's when the UK grocer initially began making changes to their counters which includes seafood, meat, and deli. And this was all pre-pandemic. But when COVID hit Tesco and many other retailers around the world, shuttered their counters. Now, fast forward to February 2022, when Tesco revealed that they were closing seafood, meat, and deli counters in more than 300 locations. And now a year later, they've decided to close the remaining counters. So the retailer noted in their announcement that it really came down to customer shopping behavior changing and a decrease in counter usage. So beginning February 26, all of their counters will be closed for good, and those areas will be repurposed to reflect their customer needs. Now, we've talked so much about how COVID has changed shopping, and, and obviously there was a spike in online grocery shopping, which remains high, but shopping patterns have just, you know, evolved since then. I, I know, um, you know, we said that the counters were closed during the pandemic, but mm-hmm. what wasn't closed was um, like the small mom and pop shops. Right. So like I, I ended up going more to my, my seafood, my local seafood market rather than the grocery store. And honestly, that hasn't changed since then. I mean, I'm in the grocery store, but I, I become like I fall in love with like Ahern's either right. by us. So I just I just go to them now. You know, I, know, I, don't I think remember about sending pictures of the bare seafood counters during like the height of COVID. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you would go to, you know. The local the local fish counter that you know wasn't in your grocery store. Yep, or or the the um, value added products in the frozen aisle. Right, we still do a ton of that, you know, and, and we've upped our game there. Like I, I used to buy it at at Shoprite, that's the local store by us. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm now I'm doing Costco and, and BJ's. Right. I'm getting these monster bags. We have this huge bag of of Trident fish sticks um, in our freezer right now that is going fast because my girls. Downloads. Oh my right. god! Isn't that the best? Yeah, but it, it is. It's it. I understand why Tesco's doing this. Is it is it a great thing for seafood? No, but you know, hopefully, it means that people are are not. People are obviously still buying seafood. They're just right. going to different outlets, you exactly. know. And you know, Tesco's still offering seafood. It just it's already In a prepackaged. Yeah. yeah. So going back to online grocery sales, the 2023 Brick Meats Click Mercatus five year grocery sales forecast was recently released. And based on the forecast, they expect more consumers to shop for groceries online over the next five years. Online grocery sales are forecast to grow at a compound average growth rate of 11.7 percent 
over the next five years. So inflation, illness concerns, including COVID, RSV, and the flu among uh, with a maturing online segment were noticed as factors behind the growing popularity of online grocery shopping. And from a health perspective, according to the survey, about 10% of online gro uh, groceries monthly active users cite concerns about COVID-19, and this is as of October 22, along with other illnesses behind their motivation to shop online. Maturing online segments. Is that us now? Do you think you're matured? <laughs> Mature as in getting older, yes. <laughs> so retailers across the nation are focusing more and more on pickup and delivery for online shoppers. Multiple companies solely focus on pickup orders made via the web as well. Drive Up Grocer Addies launched the first concept store in Norwood, Massachusetts this month. Grocery startup Jack B, who provides a similar service to Addies, opened its first store in Oklahoma as well this year. These businesses allow for customers to shop online, arrive to the quote-unquote store, for lack of a better term, and have the groceries placed in their trunk without ever stepping foot in the building. It's very similar to a drive through system like McDonald's, even Jack B's building reads curbside drive through grocer. Now, what I thought was really interesting about the report was that they broke down specific segments of online grocery shopping. So um, pickup sales are set to grow at a five-year nominal compound average growth rate of 13.6% compared to 10.8% for delivery and 8% for ship to home. Um, pickup is set to grow from 45.4% in 2022 to 50.3% um, in 2027 at the expense of the other two online segments. Lauren, let me ask you, yes. what is your favorite way to grocery shop? It, do I have kids or do I not have kids? Your life right now. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely online. Um, but right now, what I have been mostly doing is um, ordering meals, like pre-made meals. Oh. And, because, I mean, you know, one, time. Mm -hmm. Two, buying all the ingredients. Everything's so expensive now that it costs well more getting all the ingredients mm -hmm. that I'm probably not going to use, like, the balance of for, like, the one recipe. Um, I'm so cilantro. I will buy a big like bushel right? of cilantro and then, and then like, bit, and, then, and then it just sits exactly. like rotting in my fridge. So wait, what, what, uh, what online company are you using for your, your pre-made meals? So it's a local one. Okay. Um, and they deliver right to my door. Um, and it's like, you know, mm -hmm. it's all pre-made. You don't have to Mom cook and it dad. <laughs> Is it your parents? Are your parents Sometimes. jumping off at your door? <laughs> Tell me the truth. Um, it's a local. You wouldn't, you wouldn't know them. It's not my husband, Greg. <laughs> right. No, we'll do we'll do Costco shopping and then mm -hmm. uh, grocer delivery. Mm -hmm. So, so my grocer, it's like nearly impossible to get a pickup slot time. So I still yes, still they haven't like upped it. So I mean, we we definitely do more Costco and BJ's. Uh, but I tell you, I and this is partly because I am a monster in Target, but I will always do Target curbside pickup because I I buy less. I don't That's get true. sucked in. That's true. You know, and especially with the kids, I'm like, if I have big items, like I I don't do too much food shopping there. Um, right now in my cart, I have ketchup and chocolate syrup. <laughs> That's yeah. it. But um, <laughs> but I, I find that a lot easier for me, but it really depends. And But I don't do like the um the bigger, like uh, it's like shipped. Uh, I know oh, there's yeah. a couple other like actual online grocery where uh you know, where you submit it through and you tell them where your store is. Right. Um, I don't do those. And part of it is because I'm cheap and I don't want to pay the fees. Right. Um, and that really, really, you know, I don't want to pay the fees. I don't, I don't want to tip. I'm like, I could do it. I'm just being lazy. And then I'm like, okay, well, let me get my steps in. I'll walk around the store. Um, so that's, that's my, my thoughts, but I get it. Like, I'm like, if, 
if more places had an easier pickup like Target, right. and I get it's Target. Target's just amazing and everything, but. And we have one of those like drive-through grocers um, that opened oh, up not yeah. too long ago, but they, they only do like the very basics, like the milk, bread, mm-hmm. and cheese, like. What? No, that's that's convenient when you're just when you're fresh out of milk and you're just it like, you know what? Is but then I'm also thinking like, well, then I have to go somewhere else. So mm-hmm. no. Yeah. No. All right. True. Well, let's jump from retail to food service. So Lent begins February 22nd, and we're already starting to see some limited time offerings pop up, one of our favorite times of the year. <laughs> For example, Quiznos has brought back their seasonal favorite, the lobster sub, and they're also introducing a new twist on the popular menu item. Say hello to the new lemon herb lobster sub. Yum, 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 yum. Both the classic lobster sub and the new lemon herb lobster sub are made with a lobster and seafood salad that features North Atlantic lobster, an Alaskan whitefish from King and Prince Seafood. The classic lobster sub begins with a butter toasted Italian white bread stuffed with lobster and seafood salad and a shredded lettuce. The new lemon herb lobster sub adds a lemon herb dressing and a tomato to the equation. I like Mm. the sexy voice you're doing to describe this lobster (laughs) sub. Mouth water. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Quiznos, you got a new spokesperson here. So uh, citrus does seem to be the, the hot ticket this year because uh, Quidoba has citrus lime shrimp on their menu. So you got your lime, you got your lemon. Yeah. Um, so this is on their menu for a limited time. Uh, the offering actually debuted at the Fast Casual Restaurant in June 2022. Obviously had a successful market test because it is back, baby. So guests can order a citrus lime shrimp burrito or a bowl or a surf and turf burrito bowl. So uh, I think we're going to need to do a new Lent Watch Us Eat video this year. Yeah. We did all the sandwiches, the, but. We're always doing, yeah, the, the sandwiches. And these are some, do some we have, options. We have to look. I'm like, do we have any of these restaurants near us? Do we have Do we have a Quiznos near us? I feel like we maybe. Yeah, maybe we might have to break. make a drive. We'll have to, we'll have to invest in one of those. Uh, maybe we know somebody who has like a pizza delivery service that we can borrow one of those hot. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> or we could just do a. Uh, I'm so cheap, but if it's on the company's dime, I will order <laughs> through. <laughs> <one. Rub> <laughs> Let's just do it and ask for forgiveness. Later. There we go. <laughs> uh, so before that, we need to try the latest products from Gordon's on our Watch Us Eat series. We are going to be busy. Lots to eat. Gordon's is leaning into the air fryer craze. Thank you. With the new air fried fish Fish, fish fish fillet. With the new air fried fish fillets and air fried butterfly shrimp. And the big twist here is that you don't even need to own an air fryer to enjoy them. Who? Number one, I mean, I even have an air fryer. Like I had bought the oven. I upgraded, bought the oven with the air fryer inside, which I said was not as amazing as I thought it was going to be. So I even have an air fryer now. The office has an air fryer. Who doesn't have an air fryer? But the point is, it's pretty cool. You can enjoy because the air fryer has a specific, like very distinct, I'm not going to say taste, but texture to their foods. Yeah. You know? So they are already air fried before you even get them. So they do provide directions for both the oven and the air fryer. But the point is that you're getting all the benefits of light, super crispy breaded seafood, even if you don't have an air fryer. If you're one That's of the few. fantastic. Mm-hmm. Now let's run out this episode of the podcast uh, with some brief updates. Uh, using a rare veto power, the Environmental Protection Agency issued a final determination last week to prevent the Pebble Mine project from going forward. So a statement from the EPA read that after extensive review of scientific and technical research spanning two decades and robust stakeholder engagement, EPA has determined that certain discharges associated with developing pebble deposit will have unacceptable adverse effects on certain salmon fishery areas in the Bristol Bay watershed. 
So EPA statement described the Bristol Bay watershed as an area of unparalleled ecological value with salmon diversity and productivity unrivaled anywhere in North America. It also noted that it is the source of about half of the world's sockeye salmon, supporting 15,000 jobs and generating over $2 billion annually in recent years. So that's a, that's a big win. Big one. Yep. And in other news, Blue Star Foods announced that they had entered into an agreement with Just Food for Dogs, which is expected to add up to $4 million in annual revenue for Blue Star. As part of the agreement, Blue Star Foods will supply 1,150 tons of wild-caught cod, minced frozen of number one quality human grade, per year to Just Food for Dogs. Blue Star's product is from a cod fishery that is certified by the MSC, so pet owners know that the food they're feeding their beloved animals is harvested in a responsible and sustainable manner. I'm trying to get a dog in here for a Watch Us Eat video with this product. <laughs> watch our dogs eat. You think so, Shay would be up for it? Uh, or more well be. <laughs> so finally, I just if anybody doesn't mind, I haven't have to post a photo of my dog. My dog is just this old lady covered in lumps, but she does enjoy eating still. Aww. So, I mean, she very much enjoys seafood. Um, but finally, Seafood Expo North America, also known as the Boston Seafood Show, may be nearing a return to pre-pandemic times. So Diversified Communications is reporting a larger edition of their show this year. According to a recent announcement, the exhibit hall currently features over 25% more exhibit space than last year. Now, that might be revealing for people who were there last year. I was not there last year. Um, so diverse- I loved it last year. <laughs> I know you did. I know you did. And they I, had areas to sit and relax and recharge. They had food stations on the floor. Maybe it not. Was great. Not anymore. <laughs> because so, so it's 25. They're saying it's over 25% more exhibit space from last year. Just to get an idea, if you weren't there, Diversified said uh, less than two weeks before the 2022 show that they were at 70% of the size of the 2019 event. Um, so that was like about 830 exhibiting companies in over 180,000 square feet of space. So they're getting close. If it was 70% last year and we're over 25%, we're, we're almost, we're almost at, you know, the pre-pandemic time. So very exciting. And it's going to be here before, you know, we're Lauren and I we and Janice, <laughs> we have a little surprise. <laughs> You'll no, just have to visit the booth to see. Yes. No one's going to care, but we're very excited but about it. you won't be able to miss it. Yeah, we're still, yeah, we're still trying to figure out. We're trying to make um, temporary tattoos, so of our faces, yeah, to hand out <laughs> because, because that's we know that's what everybody wants. That's what everyone, everyone's been asking for years right. of, of temporary <laughs> tattoos of our faces. So if any anybody, my point is, if you are in the temporary tattoo business and listen to this <laughs> podcast, or have had temporary tattoos of your own made up and want to put us in the right direction, we're looking for a vendor. Keep us in mind. Require within. <laughs> so before we go, congratulations to our friends over at Trident Seafoods who are celebrating 50 years of bringing delicious seafood from fleet to fork. <laughs> it all started in 1973 with Chuck Bundren's vision and determination. And today, Trident Seafoods is one of the largest seafood processors in the U.S. So the company has 11 shoreside processing facilities all along the Alaska coastline. They also have five value-added processing facilities, three in Washington State, one in Georgia, another in Minnesota. And Trident Seafoods fleet is equally impressive with four large catcher processors, one floating processor, 15 troll catcher vessels, five crab catchers, a number of dedicated <laughs> salmon tenders, and even two company-owned freighters. So here's to another 50. Congratulations, Trident. That's awesome. And they might be some of our like top 10 fans, probably. Wow. It's, 
I, I mean, there are only 10 any. fans, but you're <laughs> <laughs> up there. <laughs> I don't want to put words in anybody's mouth, but if you are a top fan of ours, let us know because we love the compliments. We just got one the other week. We were totally we were easily digestible, <laughs> <laughs> which is going to be on our temporary tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you back here next week, hopefully with our with special our guest. Special guest. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye.